the NBA Finals could be the last NBA game of the year in Miami. If so, the NBA missed out on an opportunity to let Florida Governor Ron DeSantis know that he's been committing flagrant fouls against African Americans and black history. Here are some stats the NBA should have made some noise about during the finals. Since 2021, DeSantis has banned more than 500 books related to black history in 21 Florida school districts. And just last month, DeSantis signed a bill that prevents Florida colleges from using federal and state funding on diversity and inclusion programs. 73% of NBA players are black. The NBA has the power to send DeSantis a message to let him know he's out of bounds with his attack on black culture. No debates, no speculation, just the info you need. That's your KBLA Sports Minute. I'm Ray Richardson. More news, opinions, and conversation when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580. If you're not following KBLA Talk 1580 on all of our socials, then you're missing out. Download our app and find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and on the web at KBLA 1580. Again, you can find all of our socials at KBLA 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. By the way, if you miss any of our weekday shows in real time, you can always catch up by checking out the podcast of your favorite shows at your leisure. At KBLA Talk 1580, we've got your black. It's time for the Rob Report with Robin Ayers. Highlighting people and things you should know about. Robin's got you covered. Follow Robin at Robin Ayers. You're listening to the Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Robin's got a lot to talk about. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. We've got a really nice one for you today, as a matter of fact. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, with you Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. And listen, some of you are caught up in that 405 traffic like I was. That that traffic right now is no joke. But you know why? Because it's Friday. That's what happens on a Friday. Everybody is trying to get somewhere, go somewhere. And uh, I was no different. I was trying to get here for you, to you. Uh, so if you are on that tra- in that traffic, wherever you are, I hope you are having a great Friday and that you will have a great weekend. Some of you are already at home with your feet up, chilling, relaxing. And for you as well, I hope that you are having a great Friday. Another great show for you today lined up. We've got a great contributor on the line, and we will have a great interview for you as well a little bit later on. Uh, Let's go ahead and say hey to you in the YouTube chat. What's going on to you guys? Thank you so much for tuning in. And um, I don't really have any updates. I don't have any updates, really. Well, I I do have one. I think a lot of people are now talking about that James Amos uh, situation that we spoke about yesterday. I told you guys that his daughter started a GoFundMe account. It has gone up some. The the, uh, GoFundMe account for John Amos 
has gone up. He's America's dad. And uh, that's gone up quite a bit. But he is claiming on his own page, he says the GoFund, the GoFundMe was not authorized by John Amos. This is what he said. So uh, that's all the update. That's all the update. Nothing uh, too much more has happened outside of that. If you do want to call at any point today to just chime in, say hello, or anything like that, you can do that by calling 1-800-920-1580. You can also join us right now in our YouTube chat. It's always lit over there with a great community. So welcome, welcome into there. Uh, I see you guys. Thank you so much. Um, You can always use our open mic feature as well. Open mic feature is fun. It's fun because you you can re- remain anonymous if you like to. And uh, you can just go ahead and s- state whatever it is that you want to say to whomever you <laughs> you want to say it to. And you don't know, uh, we, we may just go ahead and play your voice and your voice note over the air. So you could do that on our KBLA uh, app right there at the bottom. So let's go ahead and um, get to, we're going to have a very short time with our contributor today, but Andy, why not just go ahead and get to what the Raw Report is actually about today? Now it's time for a breakdown. All right. So this topic has come about because there are tons and tons and tons of men in our community and in the entertainment uh, community who are buying for cosmetic procedures. And I felt like, listen, we've just talked about how all of these different cosmetic procedures these women are having. We have all this energy towards them. Why don't we have the same energy towards men? We have to talk about this and break it down because there are some some well-known men who are saying, listen, I don't want to hit the gym anymore. I don't want to hit the gym or they're opting to do different things with their bodies as well. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, On the other side, we're also going to have a wonderful interview with uh, you guys have seen him. You know him. You love his work, I'm sure, as I do. His name is Denzel Whitaker. He's an actor, filmmaker. I've watched him in in quite a few things. And so we have him here today because he has a great film that is released today. So we're going to talk about that and so much more on the other side. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Keep it locked. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside The Raw Report Report. with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Definitely back in the building. Listen, I have a a, a poll up because we're going to get into this conversation. And to help me do that, I'm excited to have this awesome, awesome contributor with us today, Miles Bloxon, who's the host producer of Miles to Mogul. Welcome back to the Raw Report. How are you today, Miles? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Good. I'm happy to hear that. Uh, and, and I'm feeling good, too. It's just that I've been battling. Andy knows. I've been head up. Uh-uh. I've been head up battling with this, whatever these symptoms are. But you know what? <laughs> I am proud to say my spirits have been kept really, really high. I'm, you know, I'm pretty good. It's just I've been doing everything I can. Andy, I got my turmeric. I've had my ginger, green teas, and all kinds of stuff. So, anyway, you didn't ask about all that, did you, Miles? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I'm glad you're taking care of yourself, though, the holistic way. It, like the that. holistic way, exactly. That's the And that is the, the goal for me. And you know what's funny? That's a great transition because the people Uh-oh. who are saying, listen, I don't want to go the holistic way. I'd rather go the fast route. I want to go and take care of, uh, of my body and get my body to look how I want it to look immediately or at least, you know, within a few weeks after swelling and all of those things go down. A lot of men right now, you know, cosmic, cosmetic surgery is a really big topic because we just had the passing of Jackie O, DC Young Fly's partner, longtime partner and uh, mother of his, his three children. And that was a big, big thing. And a lot of people are reconsidering surgery but what I find interesting Miles and I want to know what you think as well is that so many men right now um, are opting for that as a, a as an option and we don't have that same energy towards them we're saying you know go go we don't have a problem with it people do kind of clown a little bit but I haven't seen them go in the way that they have when uh, when women are getting surgery is that something that you are seeing as well yeah, I've seen this whole guy thing, and I just, I don't even know how to feel about this, Robin. I'm going to be honest. Like, <laughs> right. I, I want a guy to go to the gym every day, just like I do, and just eat appropriate stuff mm. and, like, have a, ha- a happy, healthy, whole and complete life. But, you know, <laughs> we're in this new world now, and this is what people do. And I don't know, I still don't know why. I'm still trying to figure it out and wrap my head around it. Is it peer pressure? Is it, like, living up to standards that are impossible to live up to? It's scary because it's like, do we even know who we are anymore? Are we just impressing each other? I don't know. That is a whole word right there. That's the, I'm going to give you the mic and she just dropped it. Uh, so basically, <laughs> you're, you're so right. That is the question. It is uh, becoming more popular. There are a few people that I want to mention. We've seen... Um, most recently, this has been going on for a while, but most recently we've seen a social media personality, this guy who's been coming up for several years now. His name is Andrew Caldwell. He's gone under and gotten liposuction and he is documenting the entire uh, procedure for himself. He just he, he's now doing much better. He's recovering. Swelling is going down and things like that. But he's like, listen, I've tried the gym. I've tried pills. I've tried all of these things and it still didn't work for me. Similarly, there's a guy. He's a rapper. His name is Bandman Kevo. And he's talked about I mean, he was really one of the bigger topics. Everybody was just like, I can't believe you did it. And there's this thing called um, ab etching where they can literally do this procedure and etch out the the ab structure of your abs where it looks, you know, has that contrast look. And he's got that now. And and they are doing so many different types of things that um, I I just unfortunately don't see it being um, we're not we're not necessarily saying anything to these guys about it. Andy, go ahead. I I think you have something to say. I just want to add a funk master flex as well. he went on Instagram Live and he showed himself uh, getting liposuction. What? And and what? Okay, so Funk Master Flex is very open. He's very opinionated. What does he have to say? What is his maybe not excuse, but his reasoning behind getting this uh, surgery? He just wanted to look fit. It was simple as that. And wow. at the same time, you know what's what's very interesting? Men like this, men who would be uh, considered successful, prominent men, they want a woman. 
I'm not going to say these specific men. I can't put that in their mouths. But I've heard of men who want somewhat of a superwoman. You want a woman who will cook and clean and take care of the, the children and also go to the gym, keep their bodies uh, together. But then we have these men who are going for uh, just a quick fix. And so they all say, though, that uh, they've, they've done the, the working out. They've hit the gym. But Andy and I were making a great point, Miles, last uh, just a few days ago, that if you have enough money to get the surgery, you should have enough money to invest in a, uh, a, a trainer, invest in a, maybe a chef, you know, eat more properly or something like that. Do you agree with that, that this is just a, a exactly. fast way out? Mm-hmm. Yes, this is a fast way out. I mean, LeBron spends money on his body every season. I think we've seen the breakdown of that. And so does Russell Wilson and Sierra's boo. I mean, they spend a lot of money to put into their body to make sure they look a certain way. And I'm like, I feel the same way. If they can spend the money for the surgery, you can spend the money just to have a whole lifestyle change. You, you really, really, really can. Yeah. And you, you said earlier, a second ago, you said they want a woman that cooks and cleans, takes care of the kids, does what they need to do with them at night, do all this other stuff. They want a tired woman because <laughs> you're, ti- you're tired. I'm tired just thinking about all of those things that I would have to do. <laughs> you want a tired woman? <laughs> That you is really funny. And then they complain. Why is she always tired? She never wanted to do da 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 da. Mm. Well, she's cooking. She's cleaning. She's taking care of your kids. She's tending to you. She's going to the gym. She's looking on Instagram at all these girls. And now she's pressured to have surgery. Mm. Boom. There oh. it is. Like, Ooh, boom. Like, Just like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Amber. Amber Bryant, hey to you, Amber. She says uh, over in our YouTube chat, she says, I had no idea about that uh, the men were getting that type of surgery. They are. And you know what is really on the rise? There is something called uh, limb lengthening. So men are going, this has blown me away because we are now learning that there are all kinds of things that these surgeons can do. But men are going under the knife to lengthen their limbs. There's a guy who... um, he was five five, and he yep. lengthened his his the 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 leg the the bone in his thighs and his legs in order to grow to six feet tall. And now I understand it. I get you know men that that's a real thing for for some men. I'll say some men. Not all men feel this way. I mean, look at Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is like I'll stand on my wallet. Thank you very much. But um, in with some, my tall supermodel chick with yes, his exactly. very tall yes his tall supermodel like woman. Um, and some men, regardless of of the the money or not, some men just feel very confident. And I love that. I love that you can stand in your confidence regardless of how you were born or anything like that but uh for some men they're like listen it's worth the 100 plus thousand dollars for me to have this surgery and so this type of thing do you feel like a a limb lengthening sort of um surgery is is a little bit more fraudulent because and the reason i ask that is men have deemed women fraudulent for for years if you go and you get a BBL or breast enhancement, things like that, what do you think about men who would go and lengthen their limbs, Miles? Why are you putting me on the spot, Robin? I'm just, I'm you got to come with it. You I'm gotta five c- two. I'm five <laughs> two. And I'm always like, I need somebody that's six two. Like, I need somebody that's a whole foot. And then tall girls are like, why are you taking our men? You know what I mean? So yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I don't need this right now. But yes, it is. I mean, uh, I can't. I don't know because I wear heels to everywhere I go. 
so that people think I'm taller. So is that like, what is that? Is that false advertisement? I mean, it's, well, false, it's kind of false advertisement, but they're going to stay permanently like that. The guy from 5'5 five, five to 5'10, five, I mean, he's not right. going to wake up shorter. Exactly. Right? Well, so, that's the I whole mean, point. You have the ability to, you know, it's similar to wearing lashes or wearing a weave or a wig or something. You're going right. to take that off and eventually he's going to see the real you. This is something that uh, I I don't even know if the right word is fraudulent. I think it's just something it, it's I don't know. What if you find out like you're like, I meet this man and I found I'm out like, one day <laughs> you you grew in like three months. You know, five inches. You go to his house. You go to his house and you see his childhood pictures. And his mom was like, this is from high school. And you're like, well, he was a point guard, but he looks kind of like he could be the center now. I don't oh, man. Where did these five inches come from? I'm telling uh, you. I'm I mean, telling I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. If somebody went from 5'5 five, five to 5'10, five, I didn't find out until like a year later and we're already in love. Guess what? You're going to just, you going to take it. All right. I'm, I'm going to kiss you. I'm going to hug you a little tighter. Yes. But you did. The guy that you were talking about, he spent $170,000. Oh, my goodness. That is a lot of money yeah. to be taller. But he says he has a girlfriend now. So he's like, it works. Good I don't for regret him. it. Yeah. I, I think everybody should do what I did. And I'm like, that's a lot of pain and that's a lot of money. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, good for him. And I do respect the fact that he's not trying to keep it a secret. And these, all of these men, to be honest with you, no matter what people may say to them about them or whatever, the fact that they are putting themselves out there and they say, listen, I'm just going to be honest with you. This is my procedure. This is my truth. And the reason I respect that is we have so many Instagram models or, you know, those types of people who look so good and they're like yeah I just eat really healthy and I work out in the gym and it's just like yeah you're doing that now but after you went and got all this surgery so it's sort of giving a false uh, uh it's, it's giving off these falsities that anybody can really do it and anybody could look like you when that's not the truth uh let's go ahead and get to some of these <laughs> these comments because y'all are funny Brian Moore hey Brian Brian says not me just trying to be healthy try to work out but bring the Bring that thickness here. Oh, you're talking about a woman. Okay. Marcus Atkins uh -oh. says, uh, as dangerous as these procedures are these days, I'll seek the old-fashioned way of putting down the fork and jog. And that is, mm -hmm. I, I guess, the that's the question. Because as much as we want to say, you know, um, work out and things like that, if you had the money, not saying to, to anybody here, Aaron, I'm not talking about us, but the question is, if you had the money, would you do some sort of surgery to make yourself look better to, you know, there are tons of people who are getting rhinoplasty. They're, they're fi fixing their nose, their jaw lines, people who do camera work. I'll be open and honest with you myself. I do a lot of camera work. And for years I would look at myself and be like, okay, Robin, you got to get your teeth fixed. You got to get your teeth. You got to get some braces. You And it's, and, and I'm probably the most confident person ever. You know, I love myself. I really do. But at the end of the day, when you look back at your footage or whatever is being presented out there and you know that that's long lasting, you want to make yourself the best that you can. You want to put forth the best look, the best effort, image and all of that. So I did. I was like, I'm going to get Invisalign. That's exactly what I did for over a year and still am doing to make myself better. Does that make me fraudulent? Because, you know, I, I don't know. Am I in that same category as saying, you know, if I had the money, would I do it as well? 
No, Robin, because braces have been out for a long time. <laughs> I love how you're trying to make it sound so much better. No, braces have been out for a long time, and moving teeth is different than moving body parts around. Let's be honest here. <laughs> okay. Like teeth and, and getting a BBL are, are not the same. <laughs> are lengthening your limbs are not the same. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, let's just be honest. The whole thing that I'm scared about, with especially with our people in our culture, because mm-hmm. I heard this from an Uber driver once, is that I want people to just be aware of what their actual numbers are. When I talk about numbers, I'm talking about, like, your red blood cells. Oh, yeah. You know, like, all of the stuff that matters before yeah. you get surgery. Because if a surgeon is not checking for that, that's a red flag for you. And I've yeah. met girls before that know their numbers only because they're getting a BBL or some type of surgery where they need to tell their doctor their numbers. Mm. So we should be knowing that stuff without having to have plastic surgery that's a and great if somebody point. doesn't ask for your numbers before you get plastic surgery that's a whole nother issue yeah so that's like, definitely healthy, a red flag mm-hmm. get healthy get healthy get, get healthy, healthy. Like, yeah that's all I can say. we just talked about monice slaughter who uh she was very open and honest she just had a, a baby last year her body is not looking like she would prefer it to look and so she was going to go under the knife to some degree she was going to get some sort of procedure and thankfully, she also is documenting her her journey and she's open and honest in saying her EKG did not come back regular. It was irregular. Mm-hmm. So she's saying as as hard as this decision is going to be, I'm not going to go through with the surgery. And I'm happy to hear that. I'm happy that her doctors cared enough to have her go through all of these preoperative procedures so that she can double check her health because so many people men and women are are at risk when you go under the knife period point blank Mm -hmm. um pretty brown mimi she mentioned that she had never heard of the the uh ab etching procedure i hadn't heard about it either and as a matter of fact i am uh monday i'm going to be speaking with a woman who really does this. She really goes in and t- she has a facility in Atlanta. And she talks about all the different procedures and all the things to look out for. And the reason I'm going to have this conversation with her is that we're not going to stop anything. Having conversations about proce- cosmetic procedure is not going to stop anything, no matter what we think or or anything. People are still going to do it. But what these conversations can do is make people more aware, at least, and make people uh, hopefully get them to be to do their work, to, to research their their surgeons, their doctors, because a lot of these people are not even board certified. So that's what I'm hoping these conversations will will actually do. Um, she's pretty brown. Mimi says that lengthening procedure sounds extreme. I agree with you. Terry Tari says it is cheaper to use the gym and eat healthy. I agree with that. I am a vegan yep. who hits the gym three to four times a week. At the gym, I use weights, yoga, and do cardio. Let me tell you something. So, Miles, you said you work out? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, I uh, you can add me into that uh into that category cuz I did just get back in the gym. Well, it's been about it's Go been a, it's about a month or two that I've been consistently going. Um mm. so yeah, so I I'd like to add myself in that category. Um but g- when you lift weights, when you use weights with your workout, it's a game changer. It is a it game is. changer. And a lot of people maybe you want to talk about that. A lot of people think that if they just do a lot of cardio that they can get rid of this, uh, this, this, you know, the extra 
flab flabber that they have going on and it, it'll shrink you know little by little but you have to start using some weights in order to build up that muscle you want to talk about that for a second yeah, for sure. I know a lot of people that have, you know, like if you weigh a, 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 like maybe like 200 pounds and your stature doesn't allow that and you lose a lot of weight doing mm-hmm. cardio or something like that, a lot of people complain of loose skin, you know. So I think that that's where weights come in because weights can tighten your skin and help you with that. Mm-hmm. You know, some cases are rare where people, you know, just have loose skin. I've heard of that a lot and they have to get it surgically removed. But I think personally, weightlifting along with cardio, it like helps you become more shapely more curvy if that's what you're going for i know a lot of girls that just run 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 and like they're everything is like really thin and small and that's cute and comfortable you know (laughs) that's what you like but i like a little bit more curve i like a little bit more thickness i'm a texas girl hey she repping she repping (laughs) (laughs) so i mean so they like a little bit more thickness out here yeah i get it and it's crazy because that's what society has been leaning towards for so long, getting thicker, yeah. having a bigger butt, being more voluptuous. And now we're kind of seeing this like pullback a little bit. I feel like with some people like, oh, maybe I should get my butt stuff taken out or my, you know, mm. my chest, my, uh, my uh, chest removed or, you know, whatever, my breast yeah. implants removed and things like that. People are trying to go back to natural. I wish that we were back in the 90s. We were all looking, listening to Aaliyah and looking saying. at her and looking at left eye and looking at Chili <laughs> yeah. and just loving on ourselves yes. and being okay with the way that we all look. Yeah, but absolutely. I don't know. I might be living in a fantasy world, Robin. No, I I, I'm with you. I agree with you. Hands down, I think that was the perfect way to wrap up this conversation. Go try to do it naturally if you can. Get in that gym. And, uh, and Brandy uh, Renee says, Pilates does wonders for the body. So uh, on that note, Miles, I truly appreciate you. Uh, Let everybody know where they can find you online. Yes, milestomogul.com. That's M-I-L-E-S-T-O-M-O-G-U-L and milestomogul on Instagram. Well, well. we appreciate you so much. Absolutely. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and live it up. Right now, we've got news, traffic, and sports. You are listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Lil Real. How are you? Right now, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. That's right. The Raw Report. Inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. I see you, Andy. I see how you want to bring it in. Okay, I love a vibe. I love a good, good vibe. Listen, before we continue on with the show, I told you yesterday that uh, today we have a swag bag giveaway. If you are the second caller right now, you will receive a KBLA 1580 swag bag and entrance into our exclusive second anniversary party on Juneteenth on Monday. That's June 9th, this Monday, or that Monday, June 19th, you'll be hanging out with all of us, the talk show hosts, some amazing artists who will be performing live on stage. There's going to be food, drinks, dancing, 
so much fun. We always have a lot of fun when you're hanging out with us. We're, we're going to celebrate our second anniversary as your favorite talk radio station. Congratulations to our caller number two right now. You can call 1-800-920-1580. Get your swag bag. Number two, caller number two. Call Andy right now. But listen, with no further ado, I told you we're going to have an awesome conversation with this man who I've been watching for years. I'm so excited to have him in studio right now. In the studio, this is actor, voiceover artist, filmmaker. He does so much more. Denzel Whitaker, welcome to The Raw Report. What's going on? How you doing? I'm fantastic. Thank you. You came in all smooth and whatnot. Hey, you know? look, I'm just vibing to the music at this point. Y'all, y'all set the whole tempo. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Andy be doing that. You got to give Andy, you, Andy props. Yeah, was that like the walk-on music? What's up with yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's how cool he thought you were because ah. yeah, he gave you the little soundtrack. You okay, know I, I mean? was projecting, and that's what came out. Cool. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Well, uh, I definitely appreciate you coming in to talk to us today. Of and course. thank um, you for having me. Absolutely, I'm excited. I want to get to your film. We're going to talk about your film that drops today, which is yes. incredible. But my goodness, you have been um, in the business. How long has it been? Uh, since You're, I was 10. Since you were 10. 10 so you do the yeah. math, so ladies and gentlemen. So it's about to gentlemen. be 23 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long time. That is a long time. Absolutely. You know, what's interesting is I recently had a conversation about, um, this is, I think it was Diddy's son, uh, mm -hmm. his oldest son, who got a DUI. And, mm -hmm. you know, we had this whole conversation about the mom getting involved in all that. But I made a statement that, you know what, we haven't seen Diddy's kids in any trouble, like any newsworthy, like headlines, in any real trouble. And I think, I don't know if we should be surprised by that or if we're like, you know what, that should be the standard for child stars and people who grow up in the limelight, such as yourself. Um what do you think about the fact that I mean you've not you've been unproblematic, sir. <laughs> you're not in no you're not in no headlines. I mean, what it, what did that take to keep you really like leveled and career driven? Sure, sure. Um, it's an incredible testament to my parents. Mm -hmm. My parents are my grounding rock as well as my god sister. Um, it's the community around me. So even though I grew up in LA. Uh, and yeah. of course, you know, as a, as a young professional uh, who's working in this industry, you interact with other, you know, child stars sure. and whatnot. Um, thank God I was removed from it. So mm -hmm. I lived in the South Bay Area, which is probably about an hour outside of the city. Torrance. So, yeah, right. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Palos Verdes proper. Yeah. So um, making that drive all the time was almost like a reset. You know, you go into the city, you perform, you do whatever you need to do. You hang out at the events, mm. but knowing damn well, you got to get back to the hillside. Definitely. And it's small and communal and everybody who I basically grew up with, I've known since I was a kid. Mm. So there wasn't any really new surprises or anybody acting brand new in that regard. Mm -hmm. Um you know, we kept it very real and kept it grounded. Yeah. And so, you know, as I got older, uh, definitely my community has held me down and, and more so they're like the pillars to my life and I'm grateful for them. Oh, yeah. that's a, a beautiful way to say it. I love how you said that it's almost like a reset going back over Absolutely. there. You do your work in Hollywood and then go back home to where you are, where the foundation is. Look, I enjoy this thing, but but when you look at the optics of what Hollywood is, mm -hmm. I mean, it's how would you say uh it, it's it's very superficial. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. We're, we're we're doing this and and it's very egoic. But outside yeah. of that, like you pray that you retain some sort of humanity. And for me, I do like to live outside of the city. I, even right now, I live in the valley, mm -hmm. which is kind of like a drive away. Same. I don't, don't want to be too accessible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, 
I, I love that this has been the journey for you, but you started out when you were 10. Yes. How did you even know? Because some people, they get into the business, even my children, mm-hmm. you know, we have my children, I have twins. Okay. So they were, you know, they're a commodity. Twins are a commodity Absolutely. in the business, right? Oh, they and love so, them. Exactly. They're like, come here. We want you <laughs> yeah. for everything, right? Um, but at some point, they sort of just said, we don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Just the, you know how it mm-hmm. is, the hustle and mm-hmm. bustle of auditions and uh, the rejections and all sure. of the things, right? You kept going. And you actually perfected the craft to say, this is actually what I'm going to do. And in some somewhere somewhere in there, you said, it's not just acting that I want to do. I want to pick up a camera. I want to yes. start I want to start creating myself. What was that transition like? Did you always know that this was where you were going to go? Honestly, I didn't know I was going to be in the business. Mm. You know, it, it, it's one of those things where, look, I always say this and I have to give all credit to God. Uh, the business that chose me before I chose it. Mm. And uh, it was it was this divine opportunity um, that came about. There was a, a phone call that came to my parents' house saying that, hey, we heard about your son. You know, we would love to sign him up. Uh, you know, we hear he would be a great performer. And my parents are like, where is this call coming from? <laughs> wow. Come to find yeah. out, you know, one of my cousins had recommended me at like one of the kiosks in the mall. And, oh, and, okay. and, yeah. and it ended up being yeah. a thing because I'm, I'm naturally uh, a shy person. Like I was a super shy kid growing up mm. uh, and acting and performing was an outlet for me. Now, fast forward towards, you know, myself uh, getting ready to graduate high school. Mm-hmm. My father, he's a little bit more traditional. He's a mechanical engineer. So by nature, once he went to trade school, he jumped right into the business and he's been a part of that industry ever since. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he just wanted me to have some sort of foundation. I tried the college thing. Mm-hmm. I went and dropped out. Um, <laughs> but that led to me picking up a camera, working on The Great Debaters, working with Denzel Washington, asking questions, working with... Um, other talented directors, mm-hmm. uh, Werner Herzog, Gavin O'Connor, uh, just being in their presence and being yeah. curious at such a young age and not having the pressures of like bills are due and blah, blah, blah and all that. Absolutely. Like my parents allowed me to be a child for as long as possible mm-hmm. and to have that natural imagination and that curiosity has always transferred through everything that I do. And so I, I love the process. Like I think I do have a little bit, uh, a lot of my dad's, uh, personality in terms of his engineering abilities okay because i look at film and it's it's a collaborative process but we're also building something and mm. we're crafting and we're taking something from the ground up i compare it to like legos almost we're constructing the greater whole mm. out of pieces uh and that to me is so Ooh. fascinating Ooh. you know that went that hit my soul i don't know <laughs> so, I'm, and I'm, I'm so believe it and i love the conviction yeah. in which you speak about it and it seems so fascinating i'm glad that you got that opportunity you still have the opportunity to take it where you want to go um, so shout out to your parents for keeping you grounded and uh, and Amen. all of uh, all of the beautiful things that you said about them. You also mentioned Denzel Washington. Of yes. course, we're going to mention Forrest Whitaker right along of with course, that, whom course. everybody thinks you're related to. By uh, the way. I'm not. So let's shut it down. He's not <laughs> we'll related. Yeah. <laughs> um, there have to have been moments mm-hmm. along your journey that you've. Not and not from anyone famous necessarily. It could have been, you know, the produ- a production assistant or Absolutely. you know a first AD or anyone like that. But what are key moments or things that you've taken and that you're like, you know what, I- I'm gonna uh, take that on my journey with me to help me in my future. Do you recall anything like that? There have been multiple moments, um, and I think if you continue to be a student of life, you continue to gain it. Mm-hmm. You know, gain those beautiful nuggets. Um, I remember there was like a, a, a gaffer or maybe it was a grip who told me like this industry will treat you like a nice piece of steak. 
You know, they love you when you're freshly Whoa. served and when you're hot on the dish and everybody's looking at it and it's searing and alluring. And all of a sudden, you know, you get let some time pass and that state sort of cools off, you mm. know. You get all the prime cuts out of it, and now you kind of get rid of the, the fat or the gristle if you choose not to eat, and then all of a sudden, Woo! we're ready for the next steak. Woo! Um, yeah. Denzel, he would always say, like, life is not just black and white, but it's about the shades of gray in between. Mm. Um, less is more. Um, there are multiple producers in my lifetime. Like I said, my god sister, uh, she's an incredible well of wisdom, and, and for her, it's always about just humility. Mm -hmm. um, oh, you yeah. know, for myself or other people who... You know, she she's a life coach, a motivational coach and a manager. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. you know, the people that she interacts with, it's all about humility um, and, and that'll take you far. So for me, about having longevity in this game is literally just I'm grateful to be here because there is an immense privilege to what we do. Mm -hmm. um, it's not easy. Right. The fact that we get to wake up and do this is, is phenomenal in and of itself and that we have this like gift and this voice and this talent that we get to use mm -hmm. um and for me it's about just like sharing that but also like creating opportunities as well mm. and um you know i could go on and on and wax poetic about like, <laughs> yeah. things that you learn but sure. but truly um just being open to receiving that and and kind of not letting your ego get in the way and yeah. it's a constant battle like i said we're in the egoic industry so to let go of that you yeah. know yeah but you do it so well and what's interesting is uh and i'm glad that we're having this conversation and though i followed your work and your journey the moment i saw you in the moment we we had this interaction when we just first met um instantly my spirit reads other spirits and so how you're talking i'm like you know i could just throw the mic down and let you talk and just listen <laughs> to you for hours because um i truly believe i've always said this that no matter the talent no matter all of your gifts and you know resources and people you know your network and all of that kindness humility will get you so much further mm. because people want to be around you people want to work with you people are willing to teach you the things that you don't know mm. they will allow you into their space to help you sharpen your tools and and so i'm glad that you touched on that um we have more to get to on the other side we've got denzel whitaker here with us we're going to talk about his film that drops today on the other side you are listening to the raw report on kbla talk 1580 stay right there Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on the Raw Report. You're inside the Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Raw Report, Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. You are inside the Raw Report, and you already know, uh, if you've been with us, we are talking to the amazing Denzel Whitaker. Oh, Pretty Brown Mimi says, Robin, I am loving this Denzel Whitaker interview. Absolutely, so am I. And I want to give a quick shout out to our swag bag winner, who is Miss Verbin Davenport. Congratulations to Miss Verbin Davenport uh, joining us on our celebration. I'm excited about that. And um, but you know what? We have our who's got next that I don't want you to miss. We're going to keep that going. I'm going to play a little bit of it for you right now. This one is awesome. I I'm kind of in the mood. Andy had helped me recently with all this gospel and all this stuff. I said, why not? This woman has a beautiful voice. Let's go ahead and take a listen.
provide for me So I lift you up So the world can see You're the reason why I live and I'm the reason why you died. And it was not coincidence you sacrificed your life. Love was the focus when you gave your life for me. You're the picture of the promise for everyone to see. That is beautiful. This is Lisa Noel Smith. All I want is you. Oh, Lisa Noel Smith. She's got next. Definitely shout out to her. She is going viral right now for singing a video, uh, singing on video with her daughter and her son. And when I tell you, I was like, wait, who is that? They are incredible. So definitely have to check her out. That's Lisa Noel Smith. All I want is you. She's definitely got next. All right. We have got Denzel Whitaker in the building with us. Uh, right now and we have to talk about your film let's go ahead and talk about this because I told you already I'm not necessarily a horror film kind of girl but I watched the trailer your your film called the angry black girl and her monster I watched the trailer and I said this has purpose Mm -hmm. I almost identify with the girl who uh we're who we're talking about can you talk? Tell us a little bit about your film, and it, it's out today. I'm excited about all this. Go ahead. Let's talk sure, about that. Sure, sure. Um, super, super excited. I mean, it, it's all of these projects uh, that I've been a part of, especially this one in particular, is is a, a labor of love. It comes out of passion, and uh, it's this incredible reimagining of uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, mm. but for the culture, mm-hmm. uh, written and directed by Bomani uh, J. Story. And it's about a young girl who's basically dealing with an incredible amount of grief, uh, just, you know, seeing killings that are happening within her community and the violence mm-hmm. uh, that surrounds her. And she doesn't necessarily know how to channel that grief, but she's a brilliant scientist. So she decides to bring her dead brother back to life, mm. hopefully an effort to not only, you know, see him again, but to hopefully clean up the streets and, and the events that's happening around her and, you know, to basically avenge his death. And uh, what ensues after that is is quite horrific. Mm. It does have some scares, but it's also uh, a very, very powerful social commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, and my character in particular is somewhat of an antagonist, but you'll, you'll <laughs> see. You'll see what happens. I love a good antagonist, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but how do you make your antagonist a little bit different? I, I recently watched a film uh, that'll be coming out later this month actually there's an antagonist that brought some charm to his character mm-hmm. and i'm like oh mm-hmm. it, so it makes you kind of start rooting for him a little bit sure. you know uh I, there are different ways i mean is, is there anything specific that you brought to your uh to your character well okay first of all what works for me is very different i think as you could tell i'm i'm, I'm not a very intimidating person i hope not <laughs> <laughs> but but you know convincing on screen and and to make that uh to make that convincing for the audience, it's really about, okay, what are the layers of this character? You know, if this is supposed to be a, a drug lord who is commanding a powerful presence mm. amongst not only his henchmen, but the people around him and his community and put fear in their heart, how do I do that? And it doesn't necessarily have to be with brute force. Mm. It doesn't uh, have to be with, with violence either. Sometimes it could be with the mind. 
And so my character mm-hmm. Kango, for instance, he's wildly intelligent, but he also, you know, subdues his intelligence uh, and hides it from the people around him. Uh, and that's really how he gains what he wants. And so there are scenes where you'll see me uh, playing chess or talking about a grain of rice. And it's interesting because, like I said, the lead character, she's this brilliant young scientist in her own right. Mm. And so we have this sort of uh, battle of wits, in particular in this one scene where she thinks, okay, arrogantly, uh, you're, you know, who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. You're, you're a drug dealer. You're nobody. And it's like, oh, okay, well, I have a trump card above you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, don't let my, you know, tough guy demeanor fool you. Sure. You know, there's a reason why I stand on the throne that I stand on. Come on now. Yeah. You're speaking. <laughs> and how, how do you make that convincing? I mean, look, any great uh, work of literature, especially when you look at the antagonist, he, the antagonist believes they're right. That's right. The antagonist exactly believes right. they're right. Sure. And yes. so when you come from that mind frame it's like okay well what what are the steps that they take to believe in the cause that they're fighting for and it has to feel true to them Mm. in in any great uh, you know piece of fiction or any great confrontation both people have to be right on either side yeah okay you drop the bar first of all i didn't know we was gonna get a master class (laughs) an acting master class (laughs) i i I love what i do oh i love that i love it i love it my goodness um because that that's something that i learned along the way that you know i too i i just announced this uh last week that i'm it, I'm, I'm, I put my toe in. I know I got to leap in, but yeah. into the acting world. So I'm, I'm going to start, yeah, you know, you know delving now. in. But learning that everybody's right. You know, mm-hmm. the antagonist is right, right? So um, I love that you said that. I could go on and on and on and talk to you for a very long time. You are incredible. You are uh, very intelligent, and I love your mindset. I love what you do. So thank you for the work thank that you, you do. Uh, that's what I don't want you to miss. I do not want you to. The, the, the movie comes out today. Yeah, right? yeah. It's in theaters. It's in theaters Nationwide. Today. You got to check that out. The Angry Black Girl and Her Monster. I'm so excited for uh, to watch it. I'm going to tell you what I feel about it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to come back and come tell on. you that I watched it. Yeah. All right. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you online. Absolutely. Well, listen, I am primarily on Instagram. I keep social media very streamlined. It's at Blackmouth. Holla at me. Let me know what you think about the film. Uh, anything that I got dropping, just drop me a line. You know what I mean? I'd I love to hear from you. Yeah, we have to have so much more uh, of a conversation. We got to have you back at some point. Absolutely. Truly appreciate you coming out. Uh, you guys, I appreciate you. I see all the comments. Couldn't get to them, but you know what? We'll definitely uh, look forward to getting to you guys on Monday. Enjoy your weekend. I'm Robin Ayers, and remember today and every day forward to be a blessing. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.